Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Engaged Family Gaming Podcast. My name is Stephen Dutzman. I am your host, and I am joined this week by my very good friend and board game editor, Linda Robel. How are you? I'm getting through. Yeah, you're getting through. One of those weeks. It's It's been been a a week. Yeah, it's been a rough couple of days (laughs) for you. it's only Tuesday. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's only Tuesday. It's been a rough couple of weeks. It has been a rough couple of weeks for me, too. Uh, I will say that as well, but uh, which is why we have taken a couple of weeks off. Uh, this episode is two weeks overdue. Um, true. But, life was being very lifey. Yes, life was in fact being very <laughs> lifey. However, we have we have like a hidden advantage yeah. is that now we get to talk about Gen Con stuff because Gen Con happened last weekend, and um, a bunch of people went. We did not. Number one, because nope. we've never been to Gen Con, but no, but it's mostly true. it's because of a combination of apocalypse and school mm-hmm. and um, money. So it was just a whole yes. bunch of things just got in the way Trifecta. of us being at Gen Con. Um, but a bunch of other people were. So we are cribbing their notes um, because a lot of people told us about a lot of games that were a lot of excitement. Um, and we're just going to we're just going to jam on about them and talk about some of the stuff that we're excited about. And there was um, a bunch. Yeah, exactly. Um, as is normal, right? I mean, has there oh, yeah. has there been a Gen Con since we've been working on this that has been boring? I don't think no. so. No, this is the you know the grail of board game world in the United States. Yeah. So many publishers are saving really cool releases or things just specifically so they can release or promote a Gen Con. Yeah, exactly. And, and it was so wild that there was nothing last year. Because of, well, I mean, there was a digital thing, but it was just so wild. It felt kind of empty, uh, the year did. Mm -hmm. Uh, But now it's back, and you and I, I think we've got like 10 or 12 games to talk about. So we're going to forego the formalities. We're going to save around the horn for the next episode. And we're just going to get right into it, just start talking about some of the games. Um, And I'm going to talk about one, and I'm just going to cut the line, and I'm going to talk about a game that was there. It's coming out. And we have talked about it before, but I'm extra excited about it because it is becoming real. Linda, did you know that actual human beings were actually able to exchange money with Renegade Game Studios for the Transformers deck builder at Gen Con? Oh, they did, huh? Yes. Now, wow. that means that the day is coming ever closer for when my pre-order will come to my house. I know... Gen Con, like they get their supplies there and then they sell them to them and then it'll be released to the general public. So I know I'm waiting my turn patiently, mm-hmm. but so this isn't me like trying to rush them. Like I get, I understand the rules. I know mm-hmm. how this works, but um, the fact that I, I didn't even think it was going to be a Gen Con and then I saw people talking about it and they obviously had the big booth with the, the Optimus Prime on it. And that just meant that we are one step closer mm-hmm. To me getting a pre-order confirmation, and that means Transformers the Deck Builder is coming to my house, um, and I am pretty ecstatic. Like, I, I might lose it when that game comes out. I don't I think it's a it. might. It's not, yeah, I'm definitely going to lose it. I'm just um, saying. Our, we will have, uh, th- that, will, that will definitely be an unboxing video on our TikTok, and I will, I will talk about it on our TikTok, and we will, it, there will be lots of Transformers the Deck Building game content, because... Um, well, I mean, because if you know me, you know why, because I'm very excited. Um, and I did pre-order it, of course, because if you pre-ordered it, you got jazz. 
very important. That was the pre-order bonus. Because I, w- I wouldn't necessarily have pre-ordered it. But then they were like, if you pre-order it, you get jazz. I was like, all right, well, here's They gave you the perfect carrot. Yep. Oh, man, it was perfect. So I'm just throwing that one out there. We have talked about Transformers in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Transformers deck builder game. Uh, and so we don't need to go into it farther. I just wanted to say out loud that we are that much closer to the Transformers deck building game being in my home. And that is very important to me. So we're almost there. We're almost there. Sounds really neat. All yeah. Right. So, sounds like a lot of fun. So you and I, we went, we took a tour around the web looking for Did. other information about other games. I watched, a, there were a couple of good videos and I'm actually going to link one from Quackalope in the chat um because they did a really good job and oh yeah yeah um yeah quackalope games did a pretty good job of um doing they, they called it their epic board game <laughs> haul video okay uh don't mind the uh, noise that was an ad that was playing so i'm gonna put that in the, that in the chat um and what they did is they did the first part of the video you can skip through this and the good thing is they actually have like skips in the video itself oh, nice. where you can skip through because they showed off some of like the expansions and the swag and the upgrades that they bought because one of the big things mm-hmm. they talk about there is how easy it is to upgrade some of your games like for example for okay. parks they bought like a nice mat and you know things like that mm-hmm. you can skip all that just like i did um right. i'll go back and watch it later because i do like upgraded doodads but um True. they went right to the games and so if there's stuff that you are interested in, it's all right in there and you can kind of skip through. And if it's not a game you like, you can just go right through. I ended up watching their video in five, 10 minutes because okay. you, you maybe a little bit more than that, because as soon as I got to a game I didn't need, I was like, all right, I'm out, you know, because right. there were some things that were just not in my wheelhouse. Um, and man versus Meeple did some awesome board game content too. Um, you know, Jeremy Howard and all them, you know, killing mm-hmm. it over there. So uh, Linda, I already went. I jumped the line because I did uh, Transformers. Oh, good. Um, why don't you tell us what is a game that you that was at Gen Con that you are excited about? I am actually really excited about King Domino Origins. Whoa. So, yeah. So, I had seen a little bit about this before Gen Con. They were starting to hype it up a little. But this was something being talked about and just really, really exciting to see about, you know, what's coming out with that, how they're changing things, what's different with it. You know, it's just, yeah. I mean, we love King Domino. Yep. And to be able to, you know, have a different version, a different, you know, take on it. This one now has like the prehistoric feel to it. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I'm I'm really excited to see that. And it just, it, it looks like, it reminds me a little bit with Queen Domino, how it added a few other mechanics and a couple other things to just you know, change the flavor a bit. Yeah. And, you know, we like King Domino a lot. We like Queen Domino. So I'm really interested to see with the new elements, you know, the, the prehistoric elements, what, what's different with it and how sure. it plays different and how it feels different. Because it's such a great solid game. Absolutely. You know what? I would consider playing King Domino if I got an electric shock at the end of every turn. Like, I, that's how much I liked it. Like, I would consider still playing it um, if every turn mm-hmm. came with pain. Just because it is so great. I love that. I, I love tile lane games. Um, mm-hmm. I love dominoes. Like, that whole thing. The pieces are so satisfying. 
Um, we love right. prehistoric stuff. So um, absolutely, King Domino Origins is one that will be... The good news about that one is that it's not going to be hard to find because King Domino no. is everywhere. Uh, so I'm absolutely really looking is. forward to King Domino Origins. Bring that on. Um, we bring the up, little meeples on it are so, so cute. But I'm bringing it up right now. Bring it up. On, Excellent. All right. Uh, Check it on the other geek. screen. Nice. Um, why am I doing it that way? I'm trying to do King Domino Origins. And go back in time to the prehistoric era of King Domino. So King Domino with cavemen, guys. I mean. Yeah, basically. Um, and the little meeples. And it's just, it's really cool. Yeah, so going. Uh, oh, hey, look at that. Um, here it is. This is what we were looking for. Um, you can still talk, Linda. So we're in the uh, okay. we're in the screen share. You're doing so a fancy is, share. Ooh, this is fancy. The, listen, I've got superpowers. <laughs> um, so this is what the components look like. This, mm -hmm. I mean, surface level, this looks like King Domino, right? Like, I mean, we're still looking right. at the same biome stuff like that. But when you zoom in, oh yeah, you get to um, see the nitty gritty. You know, you get the pieces. You know, mm -hmm. the cavemen minis. The fireballs, you know, all the extra pieces. All I'm, that I'm stuff. a fan. I am yeah. very much looking forward to seeing this. Um, you know, they gave us some of the, the the cover with the cave paintings and stuff, and that guy with the oh, cheesy smile. Cute. I'm a big fan of that. Oh, so, nice. yeah, King King Domino. Like I said, I would play King Domino if I got an electroshock every turn, or at least I would consider it. Um, I think Absolutely. this is yeah. a th this is a good one as well. Um, so that is King Domino Origins. It is from Blue Orange Games. It is, uh, let's see here. Did they give us a release date? Because I know it was at, um, it was at, um, why can't I say the words? It was at Gen Con, but we don't know that it's actually like open to the public yet. Do we have an Amazon link? I'm trying to see. No. Not uh, yet. Let's see here. It doesn't say when it is coming out, but it is coming soon. Um, let me see if I can find it on my list. That yeah. was one thing I did not. Let's see. I have. I have. Let me see. Check the spreadsheet. It might be in the spreadsheet. <laughs> I was trying to put things into the. It, it just says sometime yeah. this year on their okay. uh, Twitch page. On so the Twitch page. Okay. Um. So it's or not Twitch. <laughs> We're on the Twitch page. Theirs is the. Uh, why does everybody looking at like the actual Twitch? We've got to do that. Um. That is. That was my uh, back end, by the way. If you want to, you definitely just saw my underwear right there. Um. So. <laughs> This is, uh, so it's sometime this year, um, which probably by holiday, this will be, if, if this comes out by holiday, this will definitely be on a bunch of our holiday gift guides. For sure. No question about that. Linda, um, I'm going to do a, my next one, um, and I'm just going to do this, because you didn't mention it, and this actually okay. makes me pretty excited, because that means you didn't see it, and that is land versus sea. Oh, I didn't see that one. Okay. There were so many on the list. Well, I mean, listen, Ooh. it's 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 board game geek or not board game geek. It is um, Gen Con. So oh, yeah, it's huge. Um, so there's lots of stuff. Let me let me get this out of here. Um, so land versus sea. Just to bring up, I want to. What's a good picture to bring up? Oh, this is a good picture to bring up. So land versus okay. sea is a tile laying game, but they refer to it as a puzzle game. And the reason for okay. that is you are playing competitively, much like other tile laying games. But here's a, there's a couple of different pieces. Um, <laughs> there's a couple of di different pieces on this. One, 
Um, and don't mind me being a little washed out here, folks. The uh, This is just the center monitor. We still have to figure this out. Um, all those hexagonal tiles are double-sided with different stuff on either oh, side. Neat. So step one, there's that. Step two, um, you are completing islands and seas, as you can see from this picture. Let me zoom in if I can. Yeah, this is a good shot. Um, so I think you can even see my mouse. Yeah, you can. So... You are, so you'll see like you're completing these various islands, but on the, each of these tiles or on some of these tiles are different things like pirate ships and X's and other little symbols. And those all have powers too. So the idea wow. is this looks like a simple, you know, it's Carcassonne, but with double-sided mm -hmm. tiles and their hexes. But really uh, there are a whole bunch of other ways to uh, interact with the board. There's, you know, some things where if you, place it down and score it correctly. You can place another tile immediately. And one of the things you can do in this game that you can't necessarily do in other games is this game has a very strong, like, I am defending against you. Like, I am trying hmm. to prevent you from scoring because you can score on my turn. Okay. So it's not like you can only score if you place the tile that gives you your stuff. You can score on my turn. So that means everybody has to have a vested interest in what other people are playing. Um, it's mm -hmm. two to four players. Um, and I, first off, I really just like the simple colors. This really just looks like a, like a treasure map. I love the simple colors. I love how it just kind of matches the box. The box looks super cool. If you look in the, uh, in the box itself, um, the score counter is actually the tray. So, oh, wow. the, um, so you can actually see it. I don't know if there's a better picture of the inside. Here it is. On the inside of the box, this is what the what it looks like from a top down. The scoring kind of track is mm -hmm. um, right on the inside wow. of the box. And then this little channel up in the top left of the bottom of the box is where you would put the tiles. Which wow. I think, personally, super brilliant. I wish more games did that because really, now at least it justifies its space on the on the, um, on the in the shelves. I don't know why I can't talk today, folks. you got to give me a little bit of a break. Um, so this is Land vs. Sea. This game is coming out later on this year. And uh, according to... Let's see. What does the Board Game Geek entry say on this one? It is... Uh, it just says 2021. And you know what? I'm okay with that. Uh, I am a thousand percent buying this game the minute it is available to me. Um, and you, we, we are going to play it a lot nice. because I am super excited. I love tile laying games. You know, I, you know, I love that almost as much as I love engine building games. And True. so this is going to be, uh, this is going to be a fun trick, um, to, to like, I, I just can't wait. I cannot wait. What's your next one, Linda? So my next one is actually an, an, an expansion, uh, what do you call it? Um, an expansion for Onitama. Okay. So they well, listen, have Onitama has their uh, third expansion. Their third expansion. It, according to Board Game Geek, their release date was September of this year. So it sh probably was released either at or just about at Gen Con. My understanding they, is it's soon. Yeah. Very so very soon. Like, that's that's what the Gen Con like. You know, it's in that that window of Gen Con ish. Um, but it, this expansion is called Onitama Light and Shadow. Yep. Um, and so in this, the blurb for this one is saying that it offers a new way to explore the elegant and simple game of uh, martial tactics by introducing a new type of pawn, the ninja. So now we move into 
ninjas for real. Um, and unlike other pawns, the ninja moves secretly hidden from your opponent's view until they are ready to strike. So there's hidden movement, which is really neat. Yes. Um, so I've, I'm really curious to see how this, you know, this is such a simple, straightforward board, how you would incorporate this hidden move, motion into the game. I'm really curious to see how they incorporate that. Well, I mean, the way that it works, and we can get some good pictures of it on here, um, my understanding, and this is bad radio. By the way, this, is, this video is going to be posted up on our YouTube channel, everybody, so you can take a look. Nice. Um, essentially... You have uh, your, your, this is the way the board will work. And so the center here is just a regular old Onitama board. But you uh, will have your own little mini version of the Otama, Otama board behind yep. a kind of a screen. And that's yep. where your ninja is. And then what you do is you just kind of reveal it to say, hey, this gotcha. is where my ninja was. Um, that's I think, cool. And there is also a mode, my understanding is Arcane Wonders is including a mode where one person is playing like regular old Onitama and the other person is a ninja. So you can wow. play it asymmetric. Different ways. Which that I is think so is super cool. rad. Yeah. I think that is super rad. So that is uh, Onitama Light and Shadow. If you are a fan of that very simple, um, you know, kind of abstract dudes on a map combat game, this is going to be a much necessary expansion. So I think, I mean, yeah. because it adds ninjas. And really, oh, what a cool way. Right. Who, who doesn't want more ninjas in everything? I would play Monopoly if there were ninjas in it. And now that you're, you know, now that I'm seeing this picture with the, the screen, I have not yet played a game that incorporates hidden motion like that. So I've, I have seen it where you have it like on a board, but never in person. So this okay. I think would be a good first game for it. You know, try a hidden movement game because it is such a simplistic board. Agreed. Agreed. And you're right. There are a fair number of, uh, there are, it is a genre that's kind of widely explored, but it's one that we don't really mess around with, but hidden movement. No, is Cause a it's a hard deal. family one. Yeah, it is. That's one. It is a hard one for families, not impossible, but you have to tread carefully. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. So, um, so that's light and shadow, or Onitama light and shadow. We love Onitama here. Uh, my yeah. only issue is the box, but like whatever, we'll live. If that's your biggest is issue, another, you're doing great. Well, because this is another one that comes in the with a box that is shaped like a like it's supposed to have uh, bourbon in it, and you know it doesn't. It has a game in it. So I, I don't know. With that said, at least now there's two, so we can kind of put them together. So at least there's that. Um, all right. So my next one, Linda, what would you, what do you think if I told you that there's a dexterity game where you play as sumo wrestling insects, would you play that game with me? I definitely want to check that out. Cause that's an interesting mix, sumo wrestling and insects melded together. Not what I was expecting in a, um, in a dexterity game, no less, no less. So I'm talking about I'm talking about a game that was actually at Gen Con. It's called Kabuto okay. Sumo, um, and you are beetles that are sumo wrestling. And so the idea is, um, you know what this really reminds me of is Push a Monster from Queen okay. Games. And so, yes. um, the, so I saw it and I was like, oh, okay, we're playing Push a Monster, but it's everything's a circle. So the idea is, uh, there's a stump, <laughs> there's a stump, okay. 
and you put the bugs on the stump, and then there's these discs that are supposed to represent, like, other obstacles, and the idea is you are, uh, on your turn, you're supposed to put stuff on the edge of this outer ring, and then push it in. And uh, the object is obviously to push your opponent off. But the key is, since all of these are circles, it's not easy to just move stuff in a straight line. It's kind of like no. those those games that are like Chuck E. Cheese or like, you know, Coney Island kind of places where you put mm-hmm. the quarter down and the machine's constantly pushing in and out. And if you put the quarter down, it'll slowly like build up piles and like knock stuff over. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm, absolutely. It, it plays kind of like that, where you really have to be, um, you kind of have to be aware of where some of these, uh, how the discs are going to move. And it's a lot of experimentation and some unpredictability because, you know, circles mm-hmm. do not, you know, they, they, they don't exactly push evenly. Um, I think this is hilarious because it's Bugs Sumo Wrestling. Um, I mean, and it's such a fun idea. Exactly. And the bug, like... I hate I hate to call them like meeples because they're they don't stand up they're like lying down but they have the 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 garb like the it's not a diaper mm-hmm. but like you know the 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 rope underwear that the sumo wrestlers mm-hmm. wear they yes. have that painted the on them the loincloth yes. um, my goodness I don't know if that's what that it's, that. it's probably not actually called that but yes yeah I mean I'm I called it like the rope belt undergarment thing because it's got like rope on it. Um, I don't know if it's whatever, but I, I don't understand sumo outside of the fact that I could never do it because uh, they are incredibly strong people. Uh, but this looks hilarious to me. This is this is one that, to my understanding, is actually it was released there, uh, but we know it's coming out soon. Okay. It's not available yet, but that's okay. Um, this is let's see here. There are a ton of reviews for it, so we know it's coming soon. Um, and it was for sale at Gen Con, so we know that it's available. It's a two to four players because you could put more than two bugs up on the on the tray, okay. which is gotcha. kind of cool. Uh, and it plays in fifteen minutes because it's because it's a dexterity game. You're really just kind of pushing stuff around. Um, I cannot wait to get my hands on this game. I think it's so dumb in all the right ways because you know I love stupid things. Please, it's we have to be have fun. Yeah, exactly. It's fun to so have, have this. The silly. So this is a hundred percent in my wheelhouse, uh, Linda. Sure. What else? What else you got? I got something in my wheelhouse from yeah. Game Right. Oh, goodness. we love Game Right. Oh, do, I mean, I have do, two. In fact, I have two, but I'm going to do one right now. Um, Happy City. So this one was getting less hype than another one coming out from Game Right, but this one is more my speed. So Happy City is a it's a city building game, and what I love is most city building games that I've come across are pretty heavyweight. Yeah. They're at least midweight. They're not quick family games. Yep. They're you're sitting around, you're committing to a good chunk of time, a lot of fiddly bits. And it's game right, so we know it's not going to be super heavy. It's going to be relatively light. This is the cutest so thing this one, I have ever seen. So stinking adorable. Um, so the premise is you're becoming the mayor of your own mini metropolis and you get to build buy buildings and attract residents and so this is I've seen other games with a similar premise, but to a more grand scale. Sure. And I'm so excited. I, again, another one. I, I'm all about the starter games, the ones to get you into a genre to yeah. try something out, try a mechanic. And this looks like it's going to be 
perfect one for those city building games that can be so complicated in a, a really cute, friendly way to approach it. I mean, Game Rate does such a great job with it. Yeah, I absolutely love that. We're seeing that yeah. there's a picture that we're showing here about the inside of the box. It looks like there are some some folks that already have it, have their hands on it. Uh, this looks so great. Um, I cannot This is out wait. for retail. Yeah. Oh, it's available it, it's right out. now? It is. Oh. I checked the Amazons, and it is only, let me pull that screen back up, $15 on Amazon. What? It's not. Yes. What? That's it. It's just thievery. All right, so it's, it's in, yeah, um, well, this is gamer. It's what they do. They do inexpensive family games. So that is Happy City. Mm -hmm. It's available right now. Um, I would encourage uh, everybody to go grab it. Um, wow, a delightful yeah. building game is how they describe it. Uh, well done, mm, game. Right, sounds so perfect. Yes. What's next? What is the next game from uh, from the Linda side of the house? So should I do the other game right one, sure. or do you want me to hit up another another You're, publisher? Let's just get game I'm right right game, out of the way. We're in game right because they have two really cool ones, and the one that's getting a ton of hype, and it actually didn't. It came out just before. It came out in July. Yep. Uh, it's called Super Mega Lucky Box, and this one's getting <laughs> actually a lot of hype. I've seen it all I'm, over. I'm sorry, you said Super Mega Lucky Super Box. Me it, it, Super <laughs> Mega Lucky. Okay. Box. I, I had right. a, I made sure I got it right. Yes. So the goal in Super Mega Lucky Box is to score as many points possible, and you do it by crossing off nine numbers printed on a three by three grid on the card in front of you. Wow. Okay. So it's it's yeah. It's just it sounds like it's got a lot going on, but at the same point, again, it's game right, so we know it's not going to be like super yeah. ridiculous. Um. So it's a bingo style game. This okay. is it, it's party style. It's got the bingo components to it. Uh, I mean, it's just again, you can see why I went for Happy City first, but this one, like, it just is really striking people. There's you know lightning bolts to spend or rate to uh, raise or lower the number you're crossing off. So you can like, it's not just normal bingo. So okay. it sounds like they really took something that's very familiar, very popular, and they did their game right thing and made it that extra special, you know, yeah. really they, uh, approachable. Game, and this eight and up, they gamed it up. <laughs> they game righted it up is what I was going to say. Game they, they, I dig this. And is this available already? Um, it said it released in July, but let me, I didn't pull up that one yet. You, you I was ready for uh, you to tell, tell when I hadn't gotten everything queued up it and ready to go. It is not here. No? Uh, let's take a look. Yeah, it just says 2021. Um, okay. But still, this had I dig tons this. and tons of hype. Yeah, no, it looks really neat, and because it's party style, I know there's definitely a there's there's a subset of people that really go for the party style. Yeah, so it's it's one definitely to keep an eye out for. They call this a flip and write as opposed to a roll and write. Neat. It sounds like they really incorporated a whole bunch of mechanics in this one. Yeah, no, this looks great. This looks like a lot of fun. Can't wait to see this one. Um, yeah, I dig, I dig it. I'm looking through. All, I'm just for the well for the audio it's listeners on the Amazon. while we're talking. It is available. No, oh, it, it is. It's on Amazon. Uh, no, it. Oh, it's yeah. It's on Amazon. Fifteen ninety five. All right, so it's right in there at me. the game right price yeah, point. Yeah, no, I can get it Thursday if I put in. I could order it now and get it Thursday. I mean, <laughs> it's there. All right, so there we go. Super mega lucky box. Any other game right games that you wanted to? No, they have some other things coming out, but these were the two like the shining two stars really from you. their lineup. Yeah, sure. they okay. really, yeah. Sure. Okay. So, um, I am going to take a moment. Uh, okay. Atlas Games 
is putting. You know how I love. You know how I love dwarves. True. I think I saw this one in my my studies, but it didn't make my list because it's more your speed. Well, you also mine. knew. You also subconsciously knew that I was going to do this. I knew and it would so be there. There is this game called Dice Miner from Atlas Games, mm-hmm. where you are uh, dwarves, uh, dwarven clans trying to mine dice. And what's awesome about this, and this is an interesting, I'm glad that we did game right first before we did this. Okay. And the reason for that is that this game absolutely has like a pyramix connection. Because what you're doing is you're rolling these custom Mm -hmm. dice onto this mountain that has like, it's not a pyramid, you know, like pyramix. Although that feels like a missed opportunity. But this is one side of that pyramid Mm -hmm. is here. And the idea is you are drafting these dice to try and build combos. So it's a dice drafting game off of this miner. And it's kind of, I don't want to say it's like an engine builder because it's its really more about drafting and trying to build um, combos of points off of the, t- the coins that you're bringing, or not the coins, the dice that you're pulling off. This is of all of the game, with the exception of Transformers, which is different because it's Transformers, mm-hmm. right? If that, if we take that out of the equation, let's just take that and just kind of throw it out to the side. We're going to pull that out. Yep. This is the game I am most excited to play, specifically because, um, number one, it's got dwarves in it. So that, like, t- brings it mm-hmm. to the top for me. But also, um, I just really like the idea of having, like, this cool, you know, mountain mine, um, because I love unique ways of using components because they could have just made this a dice drafting game. You know, they could have made this boring and because it's on this really cool mountain thing, um, I'm a big fan. And for those audio listeners, um, you know, there's five or six different sets of multicolored dice that all have different custom icons on them. And the, uh, the actual like tray that you roll them onto is shaped like a mountain. So it's like a triangle and it's got two stands mm-hmm. that hold that mountain up at an angle. And in the bottom of it is kind of a, um, you know, kind of a wavy, uh, like a platform. So when you roll the dice mm-hmm. down onto it, some of them will fit diagonally right into the bottom and then more dice will fit diagonally onto those. And it turns into like a triangle. Um, if it, you look up dice miner, on your phone when you're not driving um, or Pyramix, you'll know exactly what we're talking about. And if you've seen our pictures of, of Pyramix on our Instagram or anywhere else, you'll know exactly what we're talking about. Um, it's this a very is cool. distinctive look. Yeah, absolutely. It's a very distinctive look. I, I super dig this. I think it's very neat. The only downside is that there are no, um, hi, Mega Mom. Mega Mom says that she thinks it's a cool setup. Um, she's watching the stream. Thank you. Welcome to mm-hmm. the podcast, Mega Mom. And yeah, I, I think it's a pretty neat setup. I think it's a fun neat way of representing mining. Mm-hmm. So there is that. So that is uh, dice miner. I do have another one and this okay. is actually, um, I'm actually going to leave this and we are going to head on into Kickstarter. Ooh. Because you know who, you know, you know what we're doing. Let's see here. Where is it? I just have to find it. Okay. Um, we got a game. For, we got another game from uh, Phase Shift Games. Oh, I yep. That's actually on my list too. Oh, it's on your <laughs> list. Good. All right. Well, here okay. I was thinking I was well, being. I should say it was on. See, I showed you only one. I texted you one list, but it was in the Google Doc. Yes. All right. So what is? <laughs> I went crazy. Where, but where is? 
All right, so hold on. I'm going to have to find this somewhere else. Bear with me, everybody. Um, let's see here. We're going we're gonna to do something for a brief moment. Do you want me to... Do you want me to... Let's see. I'm trying to think. Can I nope, drop nope. you the I link? I got an back? idea. Okay. I got an idea. Okay, you oh, got the thing? Actually, yeah. Could you drop me the link in Discord? Because my solution I'm going to drop you the link work. for the... Okay. Let me yes, see if please. I can get you the link for the Geek pre Preview that I'm using. And it's got the Dungeon Dice um, yes, please. in that one. Okay. Thank you for your patience, everybody, while we uh, deal with the, the and technical show and tell. stuff. The, you know, a lot of shows that do this kind of stuff have a producer who that's their sole job. But we are, um, but we're we're just kind of managing things ourselves. True, it's true. Um, my computer is doing its computery things and taking its sweet old time. Pretty it's, much, you know, it's what they do. Oh, it's like every computer I'm touching these days. I feel like everything's in slow motion and just like my work when I had every day I'm having to restart it because it's being extra. Yeah, being oh. extra sweet and special. Okay, found it. Right, so this is found you it. found, found it. it. Of course, because I'm almost it. ready to. The I found it. Game. Well, I'm just, you know, so uh, here's the Kickstarter. Here we go. Here we go. Let's go. Boom. And that is, uh, it's from Faceship Game, and it's Drop Drive. And this is uh, from the people that did uh, Dungeon Drop, which is, uh, you know, this is another drop style game. And this one is about space. And so... You are, <coughs> excuse me, um, I, despite the fact that they live a town over from me, I have not actually sure. been able to get into a room with them uh, to play this. However, I want to show some respect. This is uh, Drop Drive. I love all their drop games. Um, and just the setup on this one looks really awesome. Um, I'm backing this without a question. I'm just not going to do it right now because I don't want to show people my my credit card information. Um, but I <laughs> yeah, am don't a, do that on here. Yeah, that's a that would be not good. But I'm I am backing this. It's only twenty seven dollars to back it. Um, it's going to take about a year to come. So you're pre ordering this for next year. But essentially, inside mm -hmm. the you are crew you are doing drops, picking things up, crewing ships, and battling stuff. So there's like more to it. This is kind of like an exploration space game um but one of the things that i like about it is it does have like an outer wall <laughs> whereas uh dungeon drop right. did not uh dungeon drop right. stuff just went everywhere although i did hear that one of the best ways to play dungeon drop is inside of a pizza box oh that's a good idea get a, get a pizza, nice box. pizza box yeah yep. and then um op flip it open so you play it in the big <laughs> rectangle yeah that mm -hmm. was the uh word on the street it does make it a little bit smaller but you really don't need it to be football-sized stuff, right. you know what I mean? So uh, this is Drop Drive. It was at Gen Con, so it does technically follow the rules, everybody. I'm not cheating. Um, but we, we got to show love to uh, to Face Shift Games. They've been True. big fans of us for and big supporters of us for as long as we have been around. And uh, so I'm going to show some love to Drop Drive. This looks cool. Um, they have wanted to make a space game for a while. I know this. Mm -hmm. And so this is just a great opportunity. And really, as soon as Dungeon Drop went off, I knew. I was like, all right, so they're going to do drops in space. Like, inside my own head, I was like, they're going to do some drops in space. And guess what, folks? did. They did. It was great. So, um, so that's Drop Drive. Mega Mom uh, agrees in the chat. Thank you very much. Um, and yeah, it's, listen, 
we love Dungeon Drop around here, and I think Drop Drive. What's I think it's cool. What's really interesting about that is, I just don't know how they're gonna change the design. I was like, oh, Dungeon Drop is a you know flash in the pan, and then it's like, how are you gonna do another drop game? And then they're like, yeah, check it out. We made several. Whatever. And now there's right because that was what was at Gen Con on the list, which got me like I, I knew they'd done expansions, but they've got expansions dropped too deep. Yep. Wizards and spells and Legends of Dungeon Drop, and it's just they're just gonna keep you know, going. So they just yeah, they can just keep doing these specialty the little subsets. Yep. And and those are all coming out Q3 of this year, so yeah. anytime now, and yeah. if they're not already out. Yeah, like, this is a big deal. I love those guys. They they do great stuff. I'm just great. if it wasn't for the pandemic, we would have already had them. Well, we'll probably have them on here relatively soon. Um, we would have already had them, or I would have already had a preview of some kind up on the site, just because it is kind of perfect for that. So, um, Linda, what else you what else do you have? I did two. I've got a. I have one more. Okay, I've got a couple more to mention. Right. So, so go I think I gotta go. I gotta go with my wheelhouse. Um, Haba announced two new of their my very first games for the two year olds, and. So this is one they've taken two of their very popular ones and scaled them down even further. Okay. So now we have a my very first Rhino Hero Junior. Oh my gosh. Two year olds. Two. For two year olds. Which is insane to me. Two. As I, a child I development like... expert, two year olds <laughs> should not be playing this. Two year old but here we go. Well, let me let me I'm gonna If they scaled it, it that's the thing. This could be a really perfect game for two-year-olds if they've got the components scaled the right way and the the rules in a way that fit. I mean, big looks chunky like, pieces looks like something for a two-year-old. This looks like it? they, I mean, this definitely looks like they pulled that off without even, yeah. I have not been within a hundred miles of a copy of this game. No, Full disclosure, I have not. like I have not. But just looking at it and knowing their reputation, right? This is This mm-hmm. is not some new designer kind of hacking at this this is haba they are noted experts in this field so i have faith mm-hmm. I, my doubt doesn't come from them or even the game my doubt just comes from my experience with two-year-olds and my own experience right. with myself um what's really mm-hmm. funny is when i opened this up because um, i brought up this picture and without the because the rhino hero which by the way the little kid version of the rhino hero sitting on top of this tower is adorable um I don't know why, but this looked like a Peppa Pig game. It does a little bit. It has and, that same flavor. And it, I, and I think part of that's only because the first character that I saw in the window was a pig. And I was like, is this Peppa Pig themed? Like, do we have a crossover? Is there a Rhino Hero Peppa Pig universe? And it turns out there's not. I also kind of no. have Peppa Pig on the brain because a Peppa Pig Xbox game just came out. Um, okay. So I have that like a little bit on the brain. I actually, have I mentioned that I'm off topic but whatever this is the efg podcast whatever. i can do that um i'm actually it, the peppa pig game is actually one of my more anticipated games of this fall if for nothing else because it looks like a point and click adventure game for kids mm-hmm. that looks like an episode of the show and i'm really curious how they did that not that i like peppa pig particularly and not right. that i like point and click adventure games particularly but just the i just want to see how they did it uh, I don't know. Mm. I'm being I'm being silly, obviously. So, uh, what else, so what else did Haba so, do? It did a very my very first game off to bed. Off so, to bed. 
off to bed. Okay. Super cute looking. Again, for two-year-olds. So it's one of those very first for the little, little guys. And getting them, get learning to just that take turns and a couple basic rules. So this is you from know, 2019, though. Oh, it's an older one. So this is an older one. Maybe that maybe it was just on the display. Um, I don't know. This was something that in the, my research, it came up as something being featured. So I mean, they maybe might they're have, just trying to bring attention. They might have republished it. I mean, that's another possibility. Um, I love how cute this is. The little rabbit with the pajamas. Oh my goodness. Yes. This is uh, so among cute. the cutest things. Listen, let's just let's let's just go with it. I don't really care. Um, <laughs> it, this is my fir- very first games off to bed. This is another one for the two year olds, and it's just little fuzzy critters in pajamas. Um, super sweet. I I super dig this. And again, Haba Games, the mm-hmm. renowned experts. Like this is what they do. Um, they do really? a bunch. Of, they obviously they do other stuff too. They have some very beautiful games that are you know complex designs, etc. But when it comes to making games for like toddlers, mm-hmm. there are very few companies that hit the same mark as that yellow box. Mm-hmm. Like there's something about you see that yellow box, you know what you're getting. So I don't even I have no yeah. idea what's in this. I would if I knew there was a toddler that loved teddy bears without even mm-hmm. knowing it, I would rock this. You know and may I mean? know a two-year-old that might be getting this, whether they know it or not, for Christmas because it's like it's so sweet. And at that age too, a lot of the times you're transitioning into either toddler beds or twin beds yep. with a rail. Yep, absolutely. The, it's that time period. Absolutely. No, I I agree. Um, you know what? Um, and you know what? I wasn't showing any of it. Uh, so I'm just gonna show it here. Look at. I mean, just look at this. Just look at that. Look at that game piece. Well, I mean, the cat's poo bearing a little bit, but like, what are you going to do? The cat's so cute. The rabbit. I want that rabbit in as a Funko Pop. Oh <laughs> like, my goodness. That is so sweet. Um, it is absolutely, it's obnoxiously cute. Um, <laughs> almost, almost obnoxiously cute. I am a, I'm definitely a big fan of that. Um, the, uh, what was, I was totally gonna, what was I gonna, I was gonna say something and I totally lost my train of thought. Um, let's keep going. Uh, what else you got? Okay. So one, and I, I feel like we have to just mention restoration games How because there was some big hubbub about return to dark tower. Listen, I mean, return for return to the dark tower. I was lucky enough to be able to, to be in the presence mm-hmm. of the, um, prototype while it was being play tested. And while Return to Dark Tower is not by any stretch of the imagine a family weight game, it's one of those games that is so cool that um, I feel like it absolutely is one that we need to talk about. Because mm-hmm. um, let me see, I'm bringing it up right now. Um, because it should have a, um, a yeah, here we go. Uh, the prototype, which was at Gen Con this year, uh, we're going to uh show it off let's let's just zoom in on whoa that's a guy's backpack slash other things here we go this is the tower and there's like an app and there's all sorts of funky stuff this is not a family way game by any stretch it is not and i i only mention it because we've got this cool connection and i'm going to dovetail this when we're done with dark tower there's one other game from restoration games that is family weight that I wanted to mention that came yes. up in my research. Yes, absolutely. And I know which one you're going to talk about. I'm very excited about that. See, so there this are is, two. so this is return of the dark tower. Um, mm-hmm. This is, this was on Kickstarter. It's a big deal. 
Um, and this tower is like a big piece of it and it's electronic and drops stuff off. And, you know, like I, I barely understand it. I remember they were using an iPad that was like had special okay. stuff on it to help run the game. Um, wow. So, yeah, I, <laughs> excuse me, big fan of that. Um, and let's see here. Uh, Meg, I'm presuming that Mega Mom, uh, she made a comment and said that she's buying a copy of that for the speech therapist at the elementary school. For Haba, isn't it? My <laughs> guess is that she was talking about the Haba game. That's not dark. That the came sp- up before we talked about Dark Tower. That's my that guess. Was- that's my guess. Nope. But that's my <laughs> guess. Um, but, you know, listen, maybe they would like Return to Dark Tower too. I don't know. Uh, but yes. You got to no. have the right teacher though. <laughs> you got, listen, if you roll in with, if you roll in with that box with Return to Dark Tower and you give that to like the wrong teacher, um, basically you're it. I think there might, I think every school has like a you. And so it's you. And that's pretty much it. Oh. <laughs> um, a few nerds in my building. Yeah, oh, there's, no, you're there's right. a few? There's a, I mean, tell Not me. Not that flavor of nerd. Just uh, different flavors. Yeah. Well, you're from different corners of the dork forest. As we like to say. So, um, so why don't you tell us about the other restoration game? The other one that came across in my research, and it's interesting because I'm not seeing it on their website, but it's on Amazon for being able to get around January, is Key to the Kingdom. Yep. And this is one that came out in the 90s. And it's funny, I don't remember this from the 90s. You, like, you it would not. It doesn't ring true. Yeah, um, you would not. Would not. But from what the, what the I was getting for information on this, it looks like it is more our weight. Seven and up, I think, was the age. I just scrolled away from that. Um, Here we go. Yeah, it's seven and up. And so it's a, you are, you know, this has been, this is a redesigned game. It was originally called, um, it it was originally called Key to the Kingdom. Um, And it is, uh, I, I, I saw them, I was at like a behind the scenes, like press event that they did on Twitch where they showed some of this off. Um, and this is a reimagining of the game. And one of the big pieces is that you kind of like travel around this board. And as you look, you see over on the right-hand side of the board, there is a piece that folds in. Um, and that is because it folds and changes the adventure. Like you do stuff and the board expands out. And what's really cool is That's really neat. if you look closely and I'll zoom in, um, Oh, my zooming is being a pain in the butt. But if you if you look closely, you can actually see like this the minifig for the character is inside this like little lake at the end of the Wow. Um and if you lift that up, the character will actually stay where it is. And it's just a so they are in there and then the board moves around them. Um, which is wow. kind of neat. And you're picking up equipment and you're doing stuff. This is like a very light kind of adventure game. Um, and it looks very, very cool. And they did do a lot of work to the original game mm-hmm. um, but it's still uh, I, I think it still looks pretty great really does no that one and it was one of those i know a lot of restoration games products tend to be little they're a little bit more to them they're not necessarily light family games they may be approachable for families for some of them more than others but they tend to have a little bit more crunch to them yeah i mean this not one, everything is downforce no, I mean, Downforce is, is definitely the exception as far as accessibility. Correct. Um, but yeah, when I saw this, um, I mean, it's at, it was at demo level at Gen Con, but they're saying release in 2021. That's at least in the BGG resource that I'm pulling from. Yeah. And that's I mean, everything I've heard too. But you know what? With the world that we're in, if it gets pushed to 2022, because exactly. it's on a boat for a year, 
It wouldn't mm-hmm. surprise me, and that's okay. This is one of those games that I think is going to be worth the wait. Agreed. It looks really interesting. The fact that they are recommending it as young as seven yep. really intrigues me. That says something. Because it looks on the table, it looks like there's a lot going on, but that can be deceiving. Well, let me. Just... There's a lot, but it's not complicated. Yeah, well, I mean, let me go back to that page. You know, looking at it again, this is a lot. You know, as, as you look, it looks like it's a lot of move from space to space. Spaces have symbols. You resolve the symbols. I don't think that this is going to be that scary of like a game to operate and run. The characters are very simple. You know, like the equipment cards are like a picture and a number. So it's probably mm-hmm. going to be, you know, again, I have not played this game, but it looks like this should be relatively simple to kind of mm-hmm. operate. Um, but this looks cool. You're building keys. You're, you know, doing stuff. I, I think the, the map looks really neat. I love this like crazy octopus looking, looking monster in the middle of it. Um, this so is cool. one of the ones that I am very much looking forward to playing towards the end of this year or the beginning of next, uh, whenever mm-hmm. it's available. Okay. So, um, what up? A- anything else? I do. I do. All right. Um, I Let's had one, do one more me. each. One more? All right. Yeah. So perfect. This is one I definitely wanted to bring up because it hit the nostalgia big time for me. Okay. And it's the Rocketeer Fate of the Future by Funko Games. I was wondering yeah. which one of the two of us was going to get excited about Rocketeer. <laughs> Truth be told, it's not me. I'm not a Rocketeer guy. Okay. But oh, I loved that movie back in the day. All right. Definitely okay. That really surprises me. Really? Uh, yeah, I just, you just, I don't know. Um, okay. You're a different kind of dork now than you were when I met you. True. Um, I'm, I'm so, coming from a different corner of the forest now. Yeah, I, I, I you know, I, I'm just saying. I mean, I don't mean that yeah. in a disrespectful oh. way. Um, we, we grow, we change. I mean, it's it's got the nostalgia for me, for sure. I mean, it's a Disney film from back in the day. Um, it's a two-to-two-player game. Two-to-one? It's a two-player game. Two-player game, yeah. It's just a two-player game. Been a long day. Uh, they're saying twelve and up, so I think it's going to be a little bit more to it, but still only twelve and up. Forty-five minute playtime, and for Prospero Hall Funko Games, twenty-five dollar price point. Yeah, so, and you're playing. You're playing through, you know, some of the events in and around the Rocketeer movie, mm-hmm. which I I'm not a Rocketeer guy, but I respect it. And mm-hmm. it's one of those things that I think that movie, um, you know, like I think I personally, I think it should get remade or brought back as like a Disney plus show or something like that. Like, I really think it, it's cool and needs another turn because I think it was just too early, you know? Um, I could see that. Yep. So, um, and not that I think this is going to move the needle on that, but I think this is just further proof that Funko games can do whatever the heck they want. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I'm not mad at all. You know, did you see, I mean, Funko, they just released, um, and we would have seen it at Toy Fair if there was Toy Fair and we were there. Um, they put out a Mickey Mouse themed food fight game. Where you oh, play I did as, see that. Like, yes. They can just do whatever they want. They got the Disney other, license. Yes. But it was that other art form of the Disney that went, the new that one. came out. The it's the new one, It's yes. the new Mickey. It's definitely themed after the new Mickey Mouse cartoons, which really doesn't bother me. I, I, re- I actually rather like the new Mickey Mouse cartoons. I think they're a great reinvention of what those characters are. Um, mm. Keep in mind that I don't watch a lot of Mickey Mouse, so the most the most I have seen of Mickey Mouse other than this recently is Kingdom Hearts, where he is in a black trench coat, dual-wielding swords that are keys. 
Right. So and the like, art style is vastly different. Oh, in this is very different. Vastly yeah. different. Yeah. Vastly different. So um, I think, that, listen, Rocketeer is going to be a whole lot. Of, I can't wait to hear your impressions of Rocketeer mm. once it is in your home. <laughs> I, I just it, Funko Pop, Funko Games can do whatever the heck they want. Yeah, and if they do such quality ones. And that's the thing. If it was any other publisher, I might be like, how are they going to do they, it? Is it they, going they to be just contrived? They do such a great job. The yeah. design. I'm just so intrigued by how they can tell that story. They made a cool game about Pop-Tarts. Really did. We like that like, game They made a cool game about <laughs> Pop-Tarts. So, like, if you can make... I think that's the bar, right? Like, if you can make a cool game about Pop-Tarts... I'm in like, just whatever, just like, just do whatever you want to do. I am not, you know, it doesn't need to be fancy. It doesn't need to be bougie. Just, just go. And, um, Rocketeer. Sure. Whatever. I, I got nothing. Um, so my last <laughs> game, this is my, okay, this got? is my last game is Rift Force. Did you hear about Rift Force? No. Tell me about Rift Force. So Rift Force is a two player lane battling game. Um, and you might say, Steve, what's a lane battling game? And, um, and I think that is a reasonable question. Um, so the idea, so lane, lanes are, um, they're from MOBAs is really what it is. Um, and you might say to yourself, Steve, what's a MOBA? And I'm sorry. Um, a MOBA is a multi-user battle uh, arena, uh, a multiplayer online battle arena. And the idea is... These are two teams that are that have their own home bases and they're going against each other and they have lanes that you have to go mm-hmm. that you go up and down. That's the. And very... I believe we have a definition on the either on the website yeah, or absolutely. coming soon. We do, I believe, have a MOBA definition up or soon. So this has one lane. I'm putting a picture up right now, and the idea is you've got teams. Do I mean it's a two player game? You got teams of dudes. You're fighting on a lane, and all the cards influence combat on the lane or around it and i just think this looks really cool it looks relatively simple um the cards are bright and colorful which i love you know i'm a big fan of just like splashy effects Mm -hmm. and colorful stuff um just look at this picture of it on a you know kind of with the different characters that you're playing and you know them kind of battling it out i love this kind of stuff i love light two-player games and this is (coughs) and here i am saying And I didn't turn it over. So this is Rift Force. As I said, bright, colorful characters, low numbers. Um, I love stuff like that. You know, dudes with like six power and six toughness. Um, And so this is from One More Time Games. um, And I am a super big fan of these kinds of games. Um, I cannot wait to get my hands on it. It is, uh, when is this one coming? Excuse me, I don't mean to cough, everybody. So this was actually recommended for the Kenner Spiel de Jar 2021. Um, wow. Which is, that's why this name was uh, recommended. Um, so this was right alongside Gloomhaven, Barrage, and Eon's End. Like, this is not a, this game did not mess around. Um, wow. So I, uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of Rift Force. I think this is cool. It's coming out later this year, to my understanding. Um, and it's a two-player game. So it is, uh Yeah. I, I, I've been looking for something like that where I could mess with my son. Always looking you, for games where he and I can... Yeah, he and I are always looking out. for games where we can battle it out. Um, so, yeah, that's our Gen Con. You know, we were not there. Nope. Maybe next this year. Is, 
Maybe. It's supposed to be in August next year. That at <coughs> yeah. least eliminates one of the trifecta of yes. obstacles. Yeah, the obstacle of uh, you having school I'm not missing is a school. <laughs> yeah, you can't. Not, <laughs> for the, not for as long as this is. I mean, the advantage no. to, you know, PAX Unplugged and the Boston Festival of Independent Games is that they're close. Um, this is far. So, like, there is no way to yeah. go without you missing a week. And you don't get a, that kind of vacation time because they give no, you the No, and honestly, I can't – it's – I couldn't do that to the kids. And, I mean, you know, teacher secrets, it's harder to make sub plans than to be in the, in the building. So That makes sense to me. That absolutely makes sense to me. That's That doesn't even feel like a secret. I would think it would be harder because you can't just – the the you can't just give them a tell them to give them a ditto like that does, that doesn't no. work. Um, no. I, that was that I was, was in the nineties. This morning, no, and even then, I mean, I'm sure it was more complicated because it's you need to know. Well, this person has a special thing going on. This one has a medical yeah. thing. This one's got a behavior plan. Like, oh yeah, I mean, I missed like two and a half hours this morning. I can't, went had an appointment this morning to deal with and go in late. And I mean, I sent four pages of notes for the sub. Yeah, <laughs> for half a day. So. Yeah, yeah, that sounds that sounds a about right and b about Linda Roble. Um, no disrespect. My great partner was fourteen pages when she missed one day. I'm like half dead great. just thinking about it. Um, so <laughs> everybody, thank you very much for coming and watching our uh, live show on Twitch.tv/slash Engage Family Gaming uh, for our newest episode of. The Engage Family Gaming Podcast. This will be published on podcast services, and but it's also on YouTube where we do a whole bunch of stuff, including YouTube Shorts, um, where I do a magic card every day. So if you want to know about a magic card every day, uh, except Saturdays, um, I take a day off. Um, you can hop on over there and take a look. So um, everybody, I hope you have a great day. And uh, we will talk to you soon. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Mega Mom said, it's like trying to write down your kid's routine for a babysitter. Yeah, I get it. Listen, I get it. I get it. Well, now it's, by all the kiddos. it's yep. a little different for me now because my babysitter is one of them. So it makes it a little bit different. Um, but I, I recognize that I'm coming from a position of privilege in regards to that because I have an older kid who can handle that. So mm -hmm. um, one day, y'all too. Um, so day everybody, yeah, you're, one day soon, your day will come. Everybody, you have yourself a wonderful night. This is not the last show this week though. Um, today is Tuesday. Thursday is the EFG show. Myself. And Jeff Walker from the Frozen North are going to talk about all sorts of stuff. And we're probably going to talk a little bit about the Miz on Dancing with the Stars. So be ready for that because this is a wrestling thing. It's wrestling adjacent. Did you know that the Miz is on Dancing with the Stars? First off, no. do you know who the Miz is? No. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I don't follow wrestling. Um, Never have. Quick, quick version. His name is Mike okay. Mizanine and he was on MTV's Road Rules. And, I didn't watch that either. <laughs> well, yeah, that was back in a time when I wouldn't have imagined that you would. But but you know what I'm talking about. And he did Road Rules. And then eventually <laughs> I forgot he existed. But, like, I remembered because he was such a giant goofball. And then I started watching wrestling again. And he was, like, the champion. And I was like, is this... Is that The Miz? And it was very... It was a weird experience for me. Um, and now he's on Dancing with the Stars. Um, and his professional is Whitney. Uh, if that means anything to anybody else. It definitely means something to me. Um, she was on Sonya Think You Can Dance. Um, she replaced Anya, and I was unhappy about it, but what are you going to do? That's a whole lot of insight into me and my preferences for reality television. So everybody, you have a wonderful night. I will talk to you on Thursday, or we'll see you in the YouTube comments. Until then, don't forget to get your family game on. We'll see you all soon. Bye.
Hi. Music for the Engaged Family Gaming Podcast is Android Sock Hop by Kevin McLeod, an audio production by Six Pack Nerds Productions.